Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is News Radio 105.9 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up-to-date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM Newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top story, doctors are treating a number of people at this hour for injuries they suffered when a large tent collapsed in the parking lot of a cleaning and uniform company in Bedford Park this morning. WBBM's Bernie Safoya with the story. Bedford Park Police Chief Tom Hansen says 26 people were injured, five of them seriously, when a large tent collapsed around 1045 in the morning. It happened in the parking lot of Sintas in the 5600 block of West 73rd Street. It looks like it was some sort of uh, gathering, like uh, an employee like picnic type of thing or something like that. We don't know exactly what it's for, but that's just the what, I, what my officers said when they, they responded. Chief Hansen says ambulances from surrounding communities responded to the incident because there were so many people injured. He says village officials are trying to determine what caused the tent to collapse. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio 1059 WBBM. There's word all library branches in the city of Aurora have now reopened. This about four hours after the latest in a string of what appeared to be coordinated threats targeting libraries in the Chicago area. Police in Aurora say they cleared all the city's library branches about two hours after receiving threats just after 11 this morning. It's the second time this week that threats have forced Aurora's libraries to close. On Tuesday, hoax threats also sparked police response to Addison, Evanston, and at Chicago's Harold Washington Library Center. Members of the Chicago City Council approved a measure that routes $33 million in federal emergency grants to the effort to shelter migrants being bused here from Texas and elsewhere. 45 to 4 in favor. There were some objections, including from 15th Lord Alderman Ray Lopez, who says the city needs to do more to help needy Chicagoans, including those still cleaning up after floods more than two months ago. It's hard to look those folks in the eye and say, we're concerned about you too, when we are not proactively spending and rearranging the cosmos to help them in the hopes of later FEMA dollars, but we're willing to do that for the individuals who have been shipped here by the truckload every week. The Aldermen have also approved a $25 million payment to settle a lawsuit filed by two men who say Chicago police framed them for murder in 1993. 
The council meeting was frequently interrupted by booing and disruptions from the audience, leading Mayor Johnson to urge spectators to remain civil. And workers for Chicago's Department of Public Health say they're working on making sure that migrants being sheltered in the city receive the new COVID-19 vaccine. Geraldine Luna with the CDPH says viewing the new vaccine rollout through an equity lens is a priority for the department. We rise those individuals that don't have access to care, that are falling behind, uninsured, and people with migratory status that is not, uh, they're not qualifying for any of insurances or any other plans. That's exactly what we do. She says the department is seeing the most necessary Necessity in reaching migrants in non-traditional shelters like police stations and other temporary housing locations. What we're planning to do is send our care vans to be deployed there with our allies in the community, those individuals that are out there, trusted messengers in the language and the culture to rescue our community and have protected those that need it the most. Luna says the vaccine is available to all Chicagoans ages six months and up, regardless of insurance or immigration status. Carolina Garibay, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Police have issued an alert after a man entered an apartment in the Logan Square neighborhood in Chicago yesterday morning and sexually assaulted a woman. The suspect entered the victim's apartment near Armitage and Mozart shortly before 10. After the attack, he walked off northbound toward Armitage. Residents are being urged to be aware of their surroundings as detectives continue to look into this case. Forty years ago this month, two Lincoln Square neighbors opened a bakery that has grown and helped residents celebrate milestones like birthdays and weddings. WBBM's Nancy Hardy reports the owner announcing Cafe Sol Marie is closing. Birgit Kobayashi has been contemplating retirement for a while so she can travel the world with her husband. He's retired and I want to do things. You know, it's very difficult when you have a business. The 69-year-old German native talked it over with her daughter Connie, who's the general manager, and decided they couldn't close without baking customers' favorite holiday treats, like the Christmas bread she's personally made for 40 years. I love it. I just... You know, every year I think this is the last year, this is the last year I'm making stolen. And then I think, no, I want to make this stolen. <laughs> Customers have until January to stock up on their favorites. Cafe Selmarie's recipe and name, which is a combination of the middle names of Kobayashi and her late partner, will not be sold, but the space will, and she says she's already heard some interest. Nancy Hardy, News Radio 1059, WBB. Volunteers at Chicago's oldest community food pantry showing off its new location. The Common Pantry has been operating on the north side for 56 years, most recently out of a church basement, but now with the help of a state grant, the 501c3 has purchased a building for the first time, more than doubling the size of the operation from 1,500 square feet to more than 3,500. At the end of the day, this is about accessibility, so this is an ADA accessible building. Margaret O'Connor, executive director at Common Pantry, says no more stairs, the newly expanded space, allowing anybody access regardless of their ability. And it also provides an opportunity to move through the space uh, with efficiency and be able to really recreate a grocery store experience, which we're very, very proud of. The Common Pantry, moving to 3908 North Lincoln Avenue, now has more space for job and housing services, a dining space, a commercial kitchen, and a back courtyard for special community events. In Roscoe Village, Brandon Eisen, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Residents of the South Shore neighborhood near where the Obama Presidential Center is being built would have housing protections under an ordinance introduced in the city council today. The South Shore Housing Preservation Ordinance is sponsored by freshman alderman 
Desmond Yancey, who says the community has more evictions than any other neighborhood and a high rate of homes lost because of delinquent taxes. With South Shore having such a vibrant, being such a vibrant community and having such a need for affordable housing, uh, it's important for us to do this work. The ordinance includes more than $40 million in grant money for rehabs, down payment help, and help with property tax debt, among other things. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is spending a few marketing dollars in the Chicago area trying to entice members of law enforcement to move to his GOP enclave. An advertising banner has been plastered on a condo building in the South Loop near Roosevelt and Wabash, spotted August 31st. The sign reads, Citizenship Matters, Law Enforcement Matters, Make the Smart Move to Florida. There's also a $5,000 bonus for new officer recruits. Bloomberg says DeSantis, who's a candidate for the White House, has slipped in polls since announcing its candidacy in May. And he's now significantly behind former President Trump, and his campaign has gone through multiple shakeups. All Local is a production of News Radio 1059 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up to date news and information. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.